In today's episode, I'm going to answer the question, what do I need to believe to be financially free? I'm going to give you three things you must believe in order to achieve financial freedom. And then I'm going to offer you a free resource, something I created called the five steps to getting your financial stuff together. It's going to help you get on track to financial freedom. Stick around because we're going to cover ways to help you ignite financial freedom. Welcome to the Igniting Financial Freedom Podcast, where I give you perspective as if I'm in your shoes so that you can remove the worry of money and create the life you want for you and your family. I'm your host, Clark Bradley. I've helped countless others reach their goals. Are you ready to join me as you pursue financial freedom? Welcome, welcome to episode three of the Igniting Financial Freedom Podcast. So today I'm going to address the question, what do I need to believe to be financially free? Well, I'm going to jump right into it. Three things you must believe in order to become financially free. Number one, temporary satisfaction is not fulfillment. So what do I mean by that? Let's say uh, going out to eat. Let's say buying things that you probably don't need, that you would consider that would that would be categorized in the want category, right? Things on Amazon, things at Target, things that you don't need that aren't considered, you know, Things that you need to function or to survive, right? A new pair of shoes or a new video game or whatever junk you can think of, right? So I I definitely uh, went through this process for a long time, particularly with stuff on Amazon and also just, you know, going out to eat and stuff like that. After a while, it doesn't have quite quite the same appeal. And in particular, it doesn't feel as good when you're buying something, when you're sitting there with money that could be going towards debt, when you're wasting it on things that you could otherwise be saving it. So for example, you're sitting out at a restaurant and the dinner doesn't taste quite as good because you've got this debt that's kind of looming over your head, right? So that temporary satisfaction is not as fulfilling, right? So that discipline equals freedom. For anybody of you who who have listened to Jocko Willing's podcast, right? That daily discipline, that daily sac- sacrifice, leads to that long term freedom, right? And that temporary satisfaction. You know, during the last year or so, especially during the the shutdown, and lockdown, and all that. Uh, you know, I struggled with just a lot of that with you know TV and drinking beer and overeating and not really doing what I needed to be doing in terms of fitness, right? And working out and all of those things because I was searching in the wrong places for that temporary fulfillment, for that temporary satisfaction, purely out of boredom. Because I was at home, I had left my left my career, my job to start this business and I was still pursuing this business, but still had more time on my hands than I was used to working from home and hanging out with the kids and so on. So it was tough, right? Once I realized, though, that there are certain things that do not provide any satisfaction or fulfillment or deep uh, meaning, I was able to really turn things around and realize that there are short-term sacrifices, there are daily sacrifices, and there are priorities of putting others before myself, particularly my family and my friends, that reprioritized and reorganized my 
my list, right? My short list of, of who matters and what matters. And the short-term sacrifice in the name of the long-term prosperity is how I moved forward from there. So that's the first thing. Temporary satisfaction is not fulfillment, but short-term sacrifice leads to long-term prosperity. Number two, you are not defined by your past. So you might have had a bunch of debt, still have a bunch of debt. Maybe you are facing some credit cards in collections. Maybe you've got a payday loan. Maybe you filed a bankruptcy. Maybe you've got some other things that you're not exactly proud of. Those do not define who you are, nor do they define what your future will hold. Those are choices, but those are not who you are as a person or who you are as your identity, right? Because you can rewrite the story from today onward. So just because you've got a hole that you want to dig out of does not determine what your future is going to look like unless you let it write your future. So we had a lot of debt running through. The first round was 82,000, I think, or 92,000. I honestly forget now. 85, 90,000, something like that. <clears throat> and this second round was also 90, 95,000. And we are, as I've mentioned, we're on the tail end of this second round. And there was quite a bit of guilt, of course, with me sitting there as a financial advisor and as a financial coach to other people sitting with debt that we could barely make minimum payments on and overspending when we should have been prioritizing our financial goals and taking care of long-term savings for our retirement and for our kids' college and so on and so on, right? So on my hand, just alone, on my shoulders, just alone, there was a lot of weight and burden and guilt. And so it took a while for me to set that down and realize that my past behaviors, my past thoughts, my past actions will not determine or write my future. So number two, again, is you are not defined by your past. And number three is your future self will be so proud of you. So what I mean by that is to become financially free, to achieve financial freedom, you have to continually project your mind into the future as to what the future version of you would do in that scenario. I've used this recently for weight loss, 27 pounds as of now, as to what would future Clark do, right? So I started at 245 pounds at the peak of my robustness and uh, wanting to get down below 200. And so, I mean, at the end of, you know, the, the peak of the pandemic and maximum beer intake and pizza intake and all that stuff, right? So I began asking myself when I was when I was tempted to eat unhealthy or not work out or drink beer, and it didn't happen every single time. It didn't work every single time, but I would ask myself, what would 210 Clark do? Because that was my milestone, you know, and, and for a while it was, what would 225 Clark do? And I'm at that mark. So now my question becomes, what would 210 Clark do? Meaning, what would the 210-pound version of myself some at some point in the future look back and say, damn, good job. You made a good choice. Future Clark would be proud of me, right? So I continue to ask myself that. You can apply the same exact thing to debt payoff or retirement savings or career advancement, right? So envision yourself two years from now. Let's say you had debt of 
credit cards and student loans and a car loan and maybe some medical debt thrown in there, about twenty five grand, twenty three thousand, twenty four thousand, whatever it might be. You've paid that off. All those minimum payments are gone. Let's say those minimum payments now total, you know, at the time totaled five hundred and fifty dollars, six hundred dollars a month. That $600 a month is now being redirected into an investment account for you and your spouse, making you money, compounding interest in your name every single month instead of paying interest to Capital One or Discover or Chase or the federal government for student loans. And now imagine you've got some of that money also going to a fund that you've set aside, a separate savings account that you've set aside for a new house, for a down payment. And now imagine also that you've got three months worth of expenses in the bank. Let's say your expenses are $4,000 a month. You've got $12,000 sitting in a savings account earning interest for you. Should something happen with the furnace? Should something happen with the roof? Should something happen with whatever it might be? Or if you're renting right now, it's just money sitting there. Maybe it's part of your down payment fund. So that you don't have to feel that stress, feel that worry, feel that burden, feel that overwhelm, that anxiety. When an emergency comes up, when there's a, you know, transmission issue with the car, when there's some type of issue with one of the kids and you're in the emergency room with a broken arm, right? Been there, done that. And that peace of mind and that sleeping much easier at night. The ability to sleep much easier at night knowing that you've got that money sitting in the bank. And maybe some of that $500 or $550 or $600 that was going towards those minimum payments, now you're able to put some of that aside towards investment in a side hustle or starting a business or creating some other stream of income or or wealth accumulation. Maybe you're investing in real estate. So that's two years from now version of you. Now look at your current situation. What kind of decisions would that version of you make? I can't answer that, right? Because I don't know your specific situation, right? But by acting in that version of yourself, you're able to take steps closer and take steps in the direction of your dreams, right? So maybe you're able to leave a job that you're currently stuck in. Maybe you want to pursue a business. Maybe you want to stay home with your kids. Maybe you want to be a one-income family. I know that's kind of bizarre nowadays, but maybe you want to start a family and stay home. Maybe you're able to take a vacation now as a couple or as a family that you haven't been able to do. Part of our dream is to go to Disney World every year. Okay, we're almost there, right? We're fighting for it, just like you probably are. I won't tell you it will be easy, but I will certainly tell you that it is worth it. So I want to encourage you to be your best self and to make your future self proud and to pursue your financial dreams. So again, three things you must do and believe in order to become financially free. Remember that temporary satisfaction is not fulfillment. Remember that you are not defined by your past. And remember that your future self will be proud of you as you pursue financial freedom. So a quick win for today for everybody is a free download of a resource that I created called the five steps to get your financial stuff together. No email required on this. This is just a free resource. If you follow these five steps, you will reach financial freedom. Again, it is simple. It may not always be easy. Simple action steps. You follow the system, 
it's it's pretty straightforward. But again, it might not always be easy at times. Go to ignitingfinancialfreedom.com slash stuff. Again, the five steps to get your financial stuff together. So what's coming next? Stay tuned. I do have additional episodes coming up. My goal is to release two a week, probably on Tuesday and Friday. That's what I'm thinking of is when I will release episodes. So one last thing is if you want to submit a question and have it answered here on the podcast, go to ignitingfinancialfreedom.com slash podcast, I-G-N-I-T-I-N-G, financialfreedom.com slash podcast. Submit your question at the top of the page in the form there, and I will address it here on the show. All right. I'll see you next time. That's all for me today. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Igniting Financial Freedom Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to see future episodes. Go ahead, give it a rating and review so I can help more people ignite their financial freedom. And I wish you good fortune. I'll see you next time.